Hi friends, welcome to my secret safe space. I'm your host, Harillo, and I hope you're having a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. Welcome back to episode 22. I think maybe I should honestly stop counting at this point, but for the time being, let's just say it's episode 22. Anyways, I'm doing pretty well this week. Um, it was like a roller coaster this past two weeks of like emotional roller coaster. Like I honestly, okay, one thing with me recording these podcasts is like I never remember what I said in the last episode or before last episode. So I don't even know if I talked about my emotions last week, but. It's definitely like a roller coaster and I'm feeling a lot better today and maybe it's because I don't know it's getting warmer I don't know but I just I love winter so much so I I don't really think it's like a seasonal thing I think I was just very tired and my period yeah that 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 it is that it that that is it my period I was on my period that's why I was on this roller coaster of emotions and didn't know where it was coming from and I was just not feeling myself for like a week and you know I feel like um when I was like actually um um I don't want to say depressed I feel like that's a very big word and I feel like it's overused sometimes it's like not used for the meaning like it's real meaning but I guess when I was like just feeling very sad for a period of time like last year around this time maybe like a year and a half ago um when I was just not feeling anything like I would not cook I would not clean my room I would not shower for days and I just did not want to do anything because I was so sad and I felt like nothing would make me feel better because that's how sad I was um and so I didn't like take like even open the curtains in the morning so you know I would just lived in this like dark room and never left my house and now I rarely get back to that place and I I try not to get back to that place because it's just very not how I want to live, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, okay, I always come back to this point, I just want to have fun, be hot, and it's not fun to be sad, it's not fun to feel depressed, so I try not to get back to that place, but when I'm on my period, I have those days when I'm just, like, I get into bed right after work and not eat and not do anything and just lay in my bed and go on my phone just like scroll and scroll and scroll or just like watch tv but like I'm not even like focused on the show so it's like I'm like what am I supposed to do now like what am I able to do now is like how my mentality at this point when I'm sad and when I'm on my period, so I was in that, like, cycle, um, last week, and I feel like I've finally gotten past that point where I'm, like, feeling better, I get up in the morning, I kind of look forward to the day, 
um, whatever activities I do, I look forward. And I don't know, like, I mean, it also depends on like, it doesn't happen like every month when my period um, arrives, but sometimes it does happen. And I don't know, I try to avoid that as much as possible but also I don't like put too much pressure on myself of like you need to get out of bed like whatsoever like don't be like that's not what I want to do like sometimes you know you just have those days when you just have to spend an entire day in bed to feel just a tad bit better and I feel like I don't know there's nothing wrong with that I'm not saying that I don't want to be ever be sad forever for the rest of my life. That's not what I'm saying. But there's this... Okay, I don't want to talk about like religion here, especially because I'm not religious. But I like this Buddhist teaching saying that you can't... You won't be able to know what is happiness without feeling the sadness, you know? And I feel like it's a pretty common teaching. And so I still appreciate those moments where I feel sad and I don't know, I feel like acknowledging um, my emotions is very important um, to be self-aware and to think of the place where I want, like the, the point where how I want to feel, how I want to um, move forward what kind of direction I want to take is because I know I'm not going to be forever sad when I'm sad you know it might feel like it's I'll be sad for the rest of my life but that wouldn't be the reality so I try to get out of that headspace but then that also goes same for happiness as well I don't feel I feel like happiness doesn't last forever and I don't emotions it's honestly it's just like a graph you know it's you won't go up exponentially forever or go down especially it's not it's not possible and how like I mean I've only lived like for 25 years but even during that 25 years just proves how emotions it's like it goes up and down up and down up and down and what I want to achieve is not to feel avoid sadness and negative feelings for the rest of my life I just want to um be sad less fewer times you know I'm not saying I don't want to feel sad ever again but just less and I feel like that is um the healthy goal that I feel I am setting myself because you know when I was younger I would see how people make you feel guilty that you're sad or you're angry or all the negative feelings it's like no like pick up yourself immediately and like don't let it drag you down you know what I mean and it's like very hard to process everything because I'm I wasn't allowing myself to feel those emotions and I feel like feeling those emotions is it's kind of it's very difficult it's hard in the terms of like because when you feel it you feel it you feel like the emotions 
uh, especially when it's like negative feelings, it's like very heavy and it's very tiring at the same time. But I feel like it's important to feel those hard and difficult feelings to also be able to feel like a hundred percent like happiness and be present in happiness as well. I feel like I just need to be present in any sort of emotion that I'm in to um have fun at like my fullest when I want to. I don't want to be you know not acknowledge my happiness i feel like that is that is sad so i've talked for a long time now but i'm saying is i my goal is to be more present and not try not to i guess um you know when sadness is inevitable inevitable i try not to avoid it or disassociate because i have a big (laughs) habit of disassociating myself from whatever i don't want to associate myself with but i feel like it's important to feel those as well you know so yeah that's what i've i mean i've always this was always like one of my like goals you know to be present to feel and to not to um avoid all sadness but to make it happen less is my motto basically um but i feel like this past week just made me um re-found like re-experienced that and i have um relearned that why um those goals are important to me and i feel like it's going to make me feel a lot more fulfilled and satisfied just living like everyday life you know so that's my first i guess mood mood of the week or my feel i really like to talk about my feelings on here because it's very um like first of all i'm talking to myself so i feel like i can fully process what i'm feeling what i'm going through and uh sometimes you know it takes time so i think that's why it's important to like journal and to like talk let it out talk it out so yeah i really like this um part of my podcast um and i really hope this inspires people to journal more and i feel like people i also like used to look down upon journaling because it's such an easy activity but it does so much and thankfully i learned that like very early on in life i started journaling when i was um you know i used to do exchange journaling with my mom when i was little and i think my mom wanted to do exchange journaling with me because to one practice my japanese because i only spoke japanese at home and i never like study how to write and read Um, so my mom wanted me to practice Japanese, but then another, um, reason why she wanted to do exchange journaling with me is because I was the oldest, right? And I am the oldest. And we, me and my mom had like one-on-one time for my first 
three years of my life before my sister was born and after my sister and brother were born I feel like I couldn't spend enough time with my mom like I used to um when I was you know when I was the only child and so my mom I think she really wanted to communicate uh with me through exchange generally and I feel like that was such a big deal because I knew even I think this happened when I was in I don't know like like first grade or something so um I you know at that age you know children are still used to being vulnerable and uh when when you ask them how they feel they can they know how to um they won't hide their feelings they'll say i'm mad or i'm sad because yeah whatever happened you know and i feel like at that age you know i was pretty still vulnerable and wasn't scared to talk about my feelings so i would write down like whatever i felt why i was mad and my mom would reply to my worries and i feel like that was such a healthy activity i had as a childhood and i always like looked back to that period of my time very like it was very precious to me because i don't really remember like talking with my mom during that period because i knew she was really busy taking care of my sister and my brother and i was in school most of the time because chinese school was just like the longest shit ever and i was on school bus but i was the the first to be picked up and the last to be dropped off so i was on school bus for like i don't know two three hours a day so after i got home you know i would shower and like eat dinner and do homework and like i never had time to talk with my mom so that was a such a um um that was like the time when i could let everything out and it was very i feel like it's just a very healthy practice and i would definitely do that if i uh feel like i don't have enough time to talk feelings with my um children if i ever do have children <laughs> but yeah that's when i think i learned journaling was a very help helpful tool um and so after that when i stopped you know doing exchange journaling with my mom i started to do more like personal journaling and just like spitting my feelings out because you know once you get older it's less um common for you know people who talk about their feelings and being vulnerable was looked down upon as at least that's how i saw it for the longest time but then i went to um theater camp summer camp and that was another turning point for me uh when it comes to like vulnerability i mean i talked about summer camps on here before and how like most of the camps are so unhealthy um very traumatizing very um it just kind of it there was a lot of like separation between like the quote-unquote cool kids and quote-unquote kids who are not cool and it was so much more magnified in camps at camps rather than in school for me at least so it was very uh traumatizing and i just didn't enjoy it 
and I feel like I tried really hard. I wanted to be, you know, part of the cool kids, but yeah, traumatizing again. <laughs> but when it comes to summer camp, summer camps at, for a theater summer camp, it was a lot about like how we talk about feelings and how we, because, you know, when you act, you're essentially feeling those emotions. You're not only acting. I mean, that's what I was told, what taught. Uh, was like you are essentially feeling the feeling, feeling the feelings that your character is feeling. So technically, I am also feeling. I am feeling, and like I said earlier, f- when you feel certain emotions, it's very dreading. But that's how you act. That's how you become a good actor. So. I felt like I really let whatever the cap I had on me, like I took that cap off, and my emotions just like flooded out. And I would journal every single day, and I feel like that kind of changed my perspective on my, you know, unstable high schooler. You know what I mean? Because it's. When you're in high school or when you're in school in general, you're just, I was a mess. I was, that was a roller coaster my entire school year, school uh, days. And I feel like theater um, summer camp, acting summer camp really helped me to get through that time. You know, because everybody knows it's hard to be a teenager, you know. So I feel like acting... Um, like, uh, summer camp really mm, made me feel okay, if you will. And I feel like other people didn't really talk about it, like, outside of my, um, theater camp. Like, no one taught me how to feel, you know, or how to, um, manage my feelings, you know? And I feel like, yeah, that's why it was really helpful for me, and they were also, uh saying like you should journal every day to see where you're at and be more and it really helps me to be more present so it was very um um some i guess yeah it's like oh a big tip i learned and i learned through experience so really really recommend journaling (laughs) oh my god this episode is such a healing episode don't you think anyways let's talk about content of the week so what did i say i watched last week i truly don't remember what i watched last week oh i watched egoist movie right yeah so for shows this week i actually watched the empress and i actually finished the empress in like one sitting (laughs) ali actually recommended it and i watched it and it was about the austria and empress and it was based on true story and i was like oh my god this story is so um even like the first episode i was like this is so this story is so familiar right but then i remember when i was a child i watched this movie called princess Cece. And it was about um, how this woman, girl, became an empress of Austria. So I was like, oh my god. And when I heard, when I heard in the show, they were calling the, 
the the, the girl Cece. I was going, oh my God, Cece. That was so familiar. You know, that sounds so familiar. And it was one of my favorite movies as a child. But the movie was made in like the nineteen fifties or sixties. So like the whole thing has a very retro vibe. It's like barely colored. <laughs> it's colored it's definitely colored tv but it's like very pale very um pastel color ish it's not like as vivid as the current movies are but i watched the movies um at one of my friends home when i was you know in elementary school and i was like oh my god this is such a a good movie and i think that's like one of the movies i watched where it was not like um, like it was because it was you know still about like a princess but all any of the princess like movies i've watched in the past it was like disney you know so it it felt like it was like an adult film i mean it was considered pretty adult for my age i don't know if maybe it contains some like inappropriate scenes i don't remember but it was uh, I really enjoyed the movie as a child, and so watching The Empress now, um, kind of just reminded me of when I watched the movie when I was little, and it was a good memory. So, I you know was watching The Empress, and was I really enjoyed it, and I like how I mean honestly I don't know how real how I mean it is based on a true person, but I don't know how real you know the events really happened and uh yeah 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 but overall i really enjoyed it and i feel like it i used to feel a bit like tiring watching movies in languages i didn't understand because because you know i had to concentrate on the subtitle and also on screen with like what's happening and whatnot so i just felt it was like really tiring but Honestly, now I feel like I'm so good at reading subtitles um, at the same time, you know, watching um, what's happening. So, yeah, I've been watching a lot more like foreign language shows and movies and it's very enjoyable. It's like I like it. And thanks to, you know, subtitles. So, yeah. You know, subtitle people who you know make uh type subtitles for jo- uh their um profession is so um I respect have a lot of respect for them because it's such a tedious job because like you need to make the subtitles short so you know and then easy to read right and in that short amount of span you have to make it make sense and also deliver the meaning of what they're actually saying so and then like you know the words and nuances can also um, be very complicated so you know I do like sometimes I do like translating like subtitle works here and there but it's so so stressful and a lot of pressure you know and I'm not like a language person so I just have a lot of respect for people who trans do translating and transcri- transcribing works. Anyways, this also reminds me of, you know, like 
so i was so this uh me watching empress and like watching the empress and also remembering the time when i watched um the movie the like the earlier movies in my childhood it reminded me of like you know these days when you are on netflix or whatever streaming services or when even if if you're going to the movies like you at least i mean i at least would um kind of search up on what the movie is about you know and what the movie at least i would know what i'm expecting and so when i go to the movie it's like i kind of already know how the movie is going to uh go and what what kind of direction it's going to be going you know have a general idea and i know what i'm expecting kind of maybe not like the whole story but like i generally know like the story the storyline um the plot you know but then i i was thinking what when i was a child i feel like i never really cared about the storyline or i never expected anything when i was watching a movie or when i was uh at like dvd stores or rental places and my mom would be like okay can you pick out you know like two movies and then i would solely look at the cover because obviously like i i don't know like even when i couldn't read i would always only look at the um cover and didn't even ask my mom what it was about so my mom would look at the summary and she'll be like okay this is appropriate for a child you know and then she'll will will borrow it for a week and then like return the next but that just kind of shocks me because that is all like so, so it when i was a child when i was movie watching movie as a child was a lot more exciting because i'd be like oh my god you know i thought the story would go this way because of the cover but the cover of this dvd didn't even like made sense it was nothing about the movie you know what i mean and i really liked the unexpectedness and the just the surprise it came with and i feel like that was a big part of me watching a a movie and because i had no expectation of movies to be good or be bad because i didn't know what it, what to expect um i just enjoy i i feel like i could 100% like enjoy the movie as is without thinking about like oh i thought it would be like this you know what i mean i don't know if it makes sense or not but yeah i just feel like a lot of things as a child it was a lot simpler i mean we always talk about that but I did not even notice that until like I was thinking about wait why did I chose the Princess Cece movie when I was a child you know and it was probably because I liked the dress where because um yeah because like I don't even remember why I picked it out at my friend's house because my friends was like what do you want to watch and I was like oh my god this Princess Cece looks fun you know what I mean maybe I like the name Princess Cece but yeah so that is something i was like it's like kind of wild if you think about it like because it's such a big risk i mean especially if you're going to the movie if i were going to a movie like i would want to know at least what i'm expecting because i can kind of guess if the from like the summary or the trailer i could kind of guess if it's gonna be 
um, what I'm interested in, you know? Yeah. But other than that, okay, okay, I don't really want to, like, bring negative vibes on here, but I had a very bad encounter this week. Like, it was... And it happens like every week, okay? Don't get me wrong. Like these things happen every week and it's just very um like it's kind of hard to not let these things get to you, but I feel like I'm so used to it that I'm kind of numb, which is I don't know a good thing or bad, but Okay, so I'm going to tell the story. Sorry, I'm bringing kind of bad vibes, but I just wanted to share what happened. So I was talking to this man. Okay, I don't know this man well enough. Like, I don't know. But we were just having, like, a conversation. But then I don't know why I got to, like, he was talking about, like, basically cheating um, on cheating with somebody. So he is not in a relationship, but the person he, you know, had some kind of relationship or some kind of situationship, the girl was in a relationship. And the girl was in a gay relationship, okay? So it's not like... So I don't know her in person, so I don't know like what's her side of the story. But the guy... So this is such a... I don't even want to tell this story because it's just so bad. Anyways, the guy is... They were friends, right? The girl and the guy are friends. And then the girl is like, oh my god, like, she's, she basically, she's like, no, I don't really like men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has already said that straight. But then the, I think they got drunk and it let one thing led to another and they basically had sex, right? But then, uh, the guy was telling me the story and I was like, oh my god, that is so awful. Like, why would you do that? She already said she, doesn't want to do it first of all and she's already is in a relationship you know once i feel like once you um know someone is in a relationship like you wouldn't like even it it would not even be an option to explore like anything romantically or sexually you know what i mean without especially without consent like what the fuck why am i what the fuck (laughs) okay and then the girl i mean they had sex right yeah yeah yeah. and the girl was like okay like we this needs to stop like didn't ask for this and i don't like you know having sex with men so she was like no no more so they stopped right there and then and there but then the guy was saying how he didn't feel guilty okay first of all what the fuck then second of all, he went on and continued and said, if the girl was in a relationship with a man, he wouldn't pursue the girl because he feels bad for the men. But if a woman is in a relationship with another woman, he wouldn't feel bad because he the, the girl is relationship in, with another woman. So that just is like, what the fuck <laughs> in a package? You know what I mean? Like... Because first of all, he basically said, uh, it's okay to make a woman sad. Uh, and then he, obviously, he looked down upon women. So he wouldn't be okay if the guy was a man. But then if not, if she was a girl, then 
it's okay to hurt her feelings because his needs come before that. What the fuck? And then I immediately exit exited the conversation. But any, I think I don't know how I even got there. But that was like the most uncomfortable conversation I've ever had, and I was like, that is inappropriate. First, I was like, I was that's inappropriate, and that's all I said, honestly. But then I wanted to say more, but I, I mean, it's kind of expected of men to behave this kind of way, so I just exited. I was like, I'm not here to be a teacher. I just. Yeah, it was it was very、uh, difficult to go get through that conversation. Oh my god, I don't, I can't even believe I'm saying this here. But this is one of the lowest point of this week. Okay, hands down, hated it, hated it, hated it. Um, so yeah, that is why another reason why I am, <laughs> I just hate men so much. And then he feels it's like a funny story that he's telling me this. Like, what the fuck? I'm appalled. I want to throw up, and because I was just like literally harassed. Even just him telling me this、uh, story, I felt violated, like in a bad way. Okay. <laughs> Didn't was、uh, I would definitely not be talking to this guy ever again. Uh, and then the these like experiences are why I don't just want to talk to men. Period. Okay, like, cause every so often I would be reminded why men suck so bad, and uh, it's uh the only thing I can help myself is to. Exit, just exit right away is all I can do. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. Okay, I don't wanna. Okay, yeah, let's just move on. So on another bright note, I actually got tickets for Purple Kiss, and I haven't really shared much of、um, my love towards Purple Kiss because I just first of all they're a really young group, and then another thing is that I just got into them like end of last year, so you know. I mean, compared to Mama Moo, you know, because I mean they're technically, you know, sister of Mama Moo. But I just got into them, so uh, didn't really share my thoughts on them on my Instagram and whatnot. But I really like them, like their stuff, and then I now I only try to stand. Groups where the members are adults, like legally adults, I feel kind of um uh not great. Like supporting girl groups where they're like fifteen, fourteen, sixteen, it just feels kind of wrong. And how their company is selling them like as products, um. Uh, it's kind of it's just it it just gives me an ick and it's not something I really want to support. I feel like just them being active on the internet and be so big at a young age is is scarring, <laughs> definitely. And there are a lot of like idols. I mean, not even just K-pop idols, any idols, and any like famous. 
child actors, they've a lot of them has shared their experience experience of get being so famous at such a young age and having so many opinions about them all over during such a crucial time of um of their like teenage years is so unsettling you know so i try not to stand any groups who are underaged but yeah so purple kiss is not underage by the way they're all of age and i think all of them are above 20 yeah so those i try to support those groups and they're really good they're really their voices are really good their dance uh, choreography are really good and they have a really good dynamics i'm very excited to see them in person in japan and i don't know i really love that for myself like going to concerts by myself going to like these events by myself i don't know it feels very like liberating and i love being liberated so yeah i'm looking forward to that so i will report back but it's gonna be in a month so not gonna be happening for a while but yeah just want to say i got the tickets and again like uh, not to (laughs) like the japanese ticketing system is like so messy like it's all lottery system so i technically technically um, applied for this quote-unquote lottery like last week got the results back yesterday so you know what i mean like it's all lottery and i don't know how i feel about that but it's okay it's whatever it's whatever Anyways, I guess I'll be ending the episode here. Oh, by the way, I'm actually planning a few episodes with guests on. So if you want to be one of the guests, please um, DM me, I guess, or message me. But yeah, I'm thinking of inviting some friends over on my podcast to chat. And I feel like that would be really fun. Okay, so if there are any topics you want to talk about or you want to listen, let me know and yeah i'll see you next week same time same place but for now please don't tell this to anyone because it's a secret between you and i thank you bye love you